As the clock ticks down to zero in the state title game, your Kittitas Coyote boys basketball team wins their third straight state title. There is the horn. Let the celebration begin for the Ellensburg High School girls basketball team, who are your 2023 WIAA 2A state champs, concluding their second straight undefeated season. Davis Spencer in the windup and the one-two pitch on the way. And strike three. And your Ellensburg Bulldogs are the 2018 state champs, continuing their dominance with the third state title in the last five years. This is Justin McKee, your voice of the Ellensburg Rodeo, and you're listening to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Eric, John, and Sammy. Welcome back to your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast, brought to you by Country Companies Insurance, live from the Evergreen Home Loan Studio. I am Eric Sorensen with Sammy Henderson and John Gudat. Back for another week of live action in sports in the Kittitas Valley. This might be our like seventeenth straight week of doing yeah. this, huh? Yeah, At that's least. an official tally. That's <laughs> uh, we're going to be breaking in on that college game day Cougar Old Crimson one here soon. What's that record? What? Whatever the record is for consecutive days on college game day, yeah, two ninety five. Yeah, we're going to catch up to that pretty fast. We're well on our way. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I know what the you're most confused about. co-host. I like watching Pat McAfee deal with. You do? No, I don't. Well, I don't mind him. I think he's. Yeah, I actually like him. You never know what he's going to say. And I like the controversy. I'm, in, I'm indifferent anymore. That's all right. I don't hate him. I don't necessarily watch his show. I don't. Really, I don't. Um, you know, as I'm you know sitting here just I do googling, do and watch, get a test Valley Sports Talk. Darn tootin', right? That's right. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot going on. This we're things are starting to take shape. We're starting to get in the playoff form. We just got done with uh, homecoming weekend for the Central Washington University Wildcats. What? A, let's just start there because it was an incredible weekend. Packed house, big win under the lights, seven thousand almost. If it wasn't for Eric, that's right. Sorry. If it wasn't for your family Sorry, deciding, you know what? We're going to go home and be sick. Yeah. We would have had 7,000 people. Unfortunately, my sweetheart of a little daughter didn't feel too good. Her tummy hurt. And if it would have been an even 7,000 if we would have came yep. into the game. But I went in the game. They went home, as a good dad would do. Sent and sick you kids could tell the, the Wildcats needed you. Wildcats needed you. Hey, and you know what? I was glad to see it was kind of a whooping there towards the end of the It season. really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. I was watching live stats from home, and I just, it was like, I heard you, I saw your guys' text, so I started looking at it, and then it just starts creeping up and creeping mm-hmm. up and creeping up, and uh, they didn't score until late. Yeah. No. So what was it like? 7,000 people. That's what they say. 7,000 people, and if it wasn't 7,000, it was hard to walk around the track, that, mm-hmm. or uh, I say the track, around the home side of the field, you know, the pathway, the yeah. concession stands. Couldn't go anywhere packed. without... Running into people. Which great problem to have. Home side was completely full. The band was incredible. As always, incredible. Alumni berm, you seem to be manning the stations over there. There's it a few was full. There. I was I amazed. decided, I was like, hey, I told my wife, let's go have some fun and sit on the West Texas side. And there were some grumbling people there. Really? Grumbling. Yeah. Uh, there was plenty of Wildcats over there, too. Yeah. But there were some West Texas uh, travelers who were like, we came up all the way for this. <laughs> really? There were some un Oh, because their people. team and how they played? Yeah, I mean, and I, I wasn't 
stirring the pot or anything like that. Honestly, we got there a little bit late and the place was packed. So we're like, mm. let's just go over there. Yeah. And uh, West Texas traveled okay. Yeah. A few people there, but uh, um, yeah, not some, not so happy fans there. And definitely when you're that close to the opposing side's bench, there's some frustrated players too. Mm-hmm. A couple of picks and penalties where guys were just kind of losing it. So you can kind of tell I'm not on the field, of course, but we had them beat. Yeah, The score obviously indicated that, but we had them beat in terms of uh, motivation and momentum. So mm-hmm. we uh, That's like a secret I don't ever want to give out. Is That's the place to go watch the game on the visitor sideline. Mm-hmm. You have room to roam. If you have kids, they can run around. Yep, It's empty. You can see what's going on. You get really good views yep. over there. Shout out to Scott Callahan and the I think he's the down marker in the chain game, executed test teacher, and uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, no, it's a that's kind of a fun spot. And Central played well. It was exciting to watch them take care of business when they should. They yeah. played well. Uh, Kennedy McGill. Yeah, let's I mean, talk about. It. We got. I he, know he got full snaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know we've been playing with uh, a two-headed monster on quarterback, but that guy, that's our. Nothing against Lemming, but that's our quarterback. That's, that's the guy? He had 132 yards on the ground, two scores, I believe it was. Flanagan had the other score and 180 yards on the ground. B- biggest thing for me, no turnovers. Zero turnovers. No sacks, no turnovers. Yep. Credit the O-line. Credit Kennedy for being efficient and lethal. Mm-hmm. We had 335, 335 yards on the ground. <sighs> that, that eats clock. And keeps defenses tired. Mm-hmm. 40, 50 carries for three thirty-five, an average of six point seven. You know, nothing would kill you as a D coordinator more than to be <laughs> yeah. gashed like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now they're twenty on the D two football dot com. They're twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Finally, getting a little national respect. About darn tootin' time. You know what I'm saying? Um, those the guys from that Permian Basin that you always hear us talk about. They, the actually, they knocked off uh, the the Lone Star is starting to take place. Basically, no matter what happens this week, no matter, no matter. Well, if my math's correct, mm-hmm. depending if Permian Basin has, I guess I don't, we gotta look at their schedule. If whoever wins that game, last game of the season is the one is going to be the Lone Conference Star champion. champion. Yeah. So you're telling me, even if we lose, hold on a second. Yeah, as long as we win, we'll have because the head-to-head they... tiebreaker. Okay. Permian Basin Am plays Western Oregon. They should win, Schmoking. although that's in Monmouth. Dude, they play Western. Ooh. Western New Mexico could be a fun one. We're heading down to Western Oregon this weekend to go watch the fighting Permian Basin guys. And then they play Western New Mexico, so they should win too. Well, you know what? You still got to go to Monmouth. In Western New Mexico is tough. It's Eastern New Mexico. It's Eastern New Mexico. Western New Mexico is. The Am whipping. I wrong? Am I wrong? The Eastern goes. New Mexico and Western Oregon, they're always the ones that knock off somebody every year. Which I thought Western year. New Mexico was tough for last year. Uh, last year, maybe, but maybe year last year. This year, no. Okay, no. so they're on the every other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. But you know what? Uh, seeing them go, they have to go to Western Oregon. That's not. No, Western Oregon. No, no, going Western there. Oregon's going there. Sorry. They got their two of their final three are at home. Yeah. It's, It'll be fun. It's, yeah, but that third one is against the Mighty Wildcats. It's a I w- doozy. I, was, I just want to throw this out there that if anybody wants to pay for our trip to go down there and cover this game, I am willing. I've already figured it out. You did? $527 round trip. Oh, easy. That's a bargain at twice the price. Yeah. And it will be since there's going to be to be. Three good-looking young men tickets down there, first class. You know gas down there? I saw many places under $3, like $279. Are you serious? That's right. 
Yeah. Red state. Let's go, <laughs> go bootleg some <laughs> gas back up to Washington. Take I big, thought about it. Real I was big like, truck. Man, just drive a big old tanker down here. Boot, bootleg gas. <laughs> it's my carry on. It's my carry <laughs> Drive a truck down here. I'm just going to sell it right there. It'd be a tax write off of a trip. Hey, I want to go. But <laughs> I did hear that it's literally in the middle of nowhere and you got to fly and drive a very long time. My uh, my flight tracker told me go to Lubbock. I was looking at El Paso as well. Well, Lubbock to Midland? You guys keep talking about it. I'm about to throw it in my phone real quick. So Lubbock to Midland is an hour and a half First drive. off, Lubbock has an airport. That's just nice to know. An international bad. airport, so really? they're bougie. Yeah. Hour and a half's not bad. No, it's not bad. And we get to watch a college game. Not only that, a championship college football game. The bad. Yeah, so if anybody wants to pay for that trip, please pay for us. Yeah, or I already if you, asked or if you I own a plane and are willing to just pick us up here in Ellensburg. Dude, you've narrowed it down to like three people. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Well, one of them's got to listen. We got to have the. I got. I'll, we'll, Dennis Francois, listen. We'll cover the game for you. He, he doesn't have a plane. I can tell no, you but he could pay for our trip down there. That's true. We could. We could. You know what? Or we can wait if we make it to the to the uh, yeah to the tournament mm-hmm. playoffs. Which, the NCAA pays for it. We are. In the talk of that, because the regional rankings came out, which for some dumb reason, I'm sure John can tell me why, it's in alphabetical order. I was like, "Who? Why is Angelo ahead of us?" But it's alphabetically put for the first week. I I don't know the. I'll tell you why. I know why. I'll, well, I'm assuming I have a, I have a good guess. You have a good broad range. I have a good guess as to why. Is that anytime you come out with those rankings, there you're going to have a handful of those teams that are really pissed off about where they're at. Where they get, how far they get jumped, because there's so much to be played left mm-hmm. that that first ranking is not going to look anywhere no. near no. what the final one's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's, you, you never know how close some of those people are. And so, next week will probably look vastly different than this week. And so, yeah. it, it's just to say, hey, you guys are in the conversation yeah. and you should know whether or not you're close to being in the conversation depending on who, who else is in there who you played what your record is so in our text thread you were saying you know the central comes out i was saying six you were thinking fifth i think the thing that the lsc teams have to deal with is even if central and uh permian basin let's say they win the remainder of their games coming into their game on the 11th I think both of them are playoff caliber teams. I only think one is going to come from the LSC because the Minnesota Conference, as I call it, the Northern Sun. You think we get one team? Yeah, because the Northern Sun could justify four. Now, remind me, how many How many get in? Seven. That's what I thought. First round by. First round by for one. Yeah, and then two, three, and four host. Okay. So you've got four teams in the NSIC, Northern Sun, which is Augie, Augustana. Undefeated, right? Or undefeated, who just beat Mankato. So Correct. Augie's undefeated. Mankato's only loss is to Augustana. Then you got Bemidji State, and then you got Duluth. Duluth. Between Bemidji, Mankato, and Duluth all have one loss. Now, a couple of them play each other, right. so still they might some... kill each other off Correct. a little bit. But I think the Northern Sun, no matter what, gets Well, then you throw least... in, what, Mines in Western Colorado? And that's pretty much it. In order for Pueblo, who has three losses, to get in, they're going to need everybody to just kind of fall apart. I don't, I don't see the schedule looking like that. But did I see Angelo was in that top? Were they ten? Yeah, but here's the here's the thing with that on because I'm I'm I, I'm not an 
I wouldn't call myself a hundred percent expert on this, but I just, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tip my hat. I'm going to call myself the Jonathan Gordon of the D2 football.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, very it, safe. Well, uh, so Angelo at four and three, one of the reasons why they're still highly, in my opinion, highly ranked in the top 10, it's because their strength of schedule is just out they of played this us world. in Permian, right? They as well played as... us, they played Permian and their losses to also Colorado mines in the beginning of the season. Who's number one in the country. Correct. That's a pretty good strength of schedule. So you're, the the calculation is strength of schedule, opponents winning percentage, opponents opponents winning percentage. So they're the metrics are pretty stacked for Angelo State. So actually, mathematically, so at four and three, they have a chance. Correct, but I don't. The think stronger they are, right? If they win out, we we are huge Angelo fans, right? Because yes. that helps both us and Permian. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm a Permian fan until the 11th. I'm an Angelo fan for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I would like – I don't really care. I think Augustana's in no matter what, and mines are in no matter what. Um, mines in Western Colorado play each other next <clears throat> We're week. We're going to find out a lot about Western Colorado when they play mines. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mines have to play – the top two, Armax, have to play against each other. And then the top four in the NSIC – there's going to be one or two So, losses. in your professional opinion right now, if us and Permian enter that last game of the season without without another without loss, losses. That one of those teams, the winner of that is going to go on. The loser may not, probably not make it. I see the win. If, if it plays out the way we want in that scenario, mm-hmm. I think no matter what, one of the, either us or UTPB goes in, and then the, the second person in the LSC would go in only if – the Northern Sun just has upsets. Some upsets. I think. I think it's a fair assessment right now. I think the Northern Sun. If it was today, we'd get one in. We'd have from, to for automatic, right? Yeah, uh, there's no more automatic anymore. Oh, that's right. I think that's. I think that was a post-COVID thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. um, if it was today, I think NSIC gets four, Armac gets two, and we get one. But luckily, we got three more weeks to go. That's right. So. Texas A&M Kingsville is who we got next. In Kingsville, Texas, the Pepsi Field and Havelina Stadium. It's probably going to be warm <clears> as heck down there. Compared gonna, to our freaking 40 degrees today. It's, it's brutal. It's marshmallow for rain. Ugh. It's cold today, but yesterday was miserable with the wind. Yeah, it was a hummer of a day yesterday. Felt like yeah. baseball season. Um, what do we got for Texas A&M Kingsville coming up? A hell of a trip. That's, <laughs> well, that's why I mean, we there's need to no take easy care. way of getting there. I think you fly into... Houston, or you may be flying to Corpus Christi, but you still have a bus. You ride got a you got that. a good ride, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I remember we went down. It was like the first year. It was like uh, we played them. Oh man, it was non-conference. I want to say it was like twenty eight, seventeen, maybe twenty sixteen, and a hurricane had just went through, and oh we were like, gosh. we didn't even know if our game was going to be played. Yeah. It's wild. Well, we got to make sure game we, of the season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it was. Uh, I think it was eighteen. Eighteen. <clears throat> got to make sure we take care of business there because that could be a trap. That long of a trip to go down there? Well, yeah, no. I mean, here's the thing: Why are we are we on a it's win every to be 90 game? Degrees yeah, we've won. But you go back and look at, at some of these games. You know, mm-hmm. we got ten to seven at, at Midwestern. We got thirty eight, thirty five, and then seventeen seven Western Oregon, a nail biter with Angelo State. Like, I wouldn't say we're necessarily thumping anybody. No, you know. And so, uh, la- like last week was felt like you said mm-hmm. thirty to fourteen, and it felt like it was worse than that. That mm-hmm. one we kind of handily had. And so, 
those trips are tough, and I'm expecting another competitive game. And I, you know, I think it's, it's the best thing for us if we're playing our best football right now. I would love to see us continue to have to really, really win games. Although it would be great to play a good team and just slap them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. The thing about the thing about Kingsville is they don't really have, from a stat standpoint, they're averaging 137 yards on the ground. Not, I mean, that's good, but not great. Yeah, yeah no. But they're also only averaging, they're not pass-heavy. They're only averaging 155 on the, in the air. Mm-hmm. That's not... It's not ideal. So uh, their their biggest thing is they got a they got a pretty good defense. Uh, they hold them. I'd hope so with that number. But it's offense. not it's not that great. They're only at, they're holding them to two eighty nine a game. That's pretty dang good. Two eighty nine defense part. Well, two eighty nine defense. That's great. But when you're only averaging two hundred ninety one on offense, correct. So you fifty fifty. You're probably what about five hundred on the air. They are five and two. Oh, They're three goodness. and two in the LSC. Who did they lose to? They have lost to. I'm glad you asked, Sammy, uh, because they've lost to the Fighting Sorensons, UT Permian what, Basin. What was the score of that game? Twenty nine seventeen. That was in Odessa. Okay. They've lost to Angelo State, so they've lost to the teams that they were supposed to. What was the Angelo score? Thirty eight sixteen. That was in Kingsville. Um, they had nearly 11,000 people at that game. It's supposed to be 90 degrees, by the way, in Kingsville. 90? 90, that is correct. It'll be warm. Yeah, that's a little bit on the tepid side. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Linemen don't like that type of temperature. Um, no. And I think I think after our, let's say we win on Saturday, Kingsville is at Western Oregon and at Midwestern, Texas, Midwestern State. I think Kingsville wins out, which makes us look even better. Absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game, and uh, I'm just excited to. Uh, I think I might be able to watch this game too, so I'm really excited about that. I would agree with you. Uh, yeah. How are we watching this game? I have my ways. Okay, I was actually about to buy the Lone Star package. I was really close until. Have you bought I that? The hookup. How much is it? No idea. I'm about to get. Yeah, I believe it's nine, ten bucks for a month? per game. The problem is for the year. That's it. I thought it was, oh, well, heck, I, I should have bought that once per game. It might be per game. So here's the problem. I, they need to improve that because, not to talk negatively about our alma mater here, but uh, the technology has been lacking, according to those on the D2 No, that's, that's my problem with paying for it, is I'm not going to pay 10 bucks for a bunch of... Every wonky productions. There's a couple mm-hmm. of schools that have great, and that's us. Like, that's TV us included. Productions. That's us included. Like I shouldn't have to pay. You know, the production is not worth me. Mm-hmm. I'm paying because I. If I pay, it's because I want to watch my team. I want to watch. Yeah. The, but every time I put it on mute, like I don't want to sit there and listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Yeah. 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 Make people totally. pay. The production's got to be good. Yeah, it's I want more than one. Free. And I want more than one camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every every school has a different production level. Correct. I believe West Texas. You're like watching. Correct. Yes, like if I'm watching the West Texas West, one, yeah. I'm happy to pay ten bucks to watch that. Happy to. I don't. I don't. I think. I think. Uh, I believe our live stats have gone down a couple of times, and uh, yeah, and our technology. But whatever. All I know is whether we're watching it on TV or not, we got to win. Got to win. Yep. 
God only. It's a uh, it's exciting stuff, man. Um, it's always good when the Wildcats. So are that's good a that's a five o'clock game. So seven o'clock Texas time. So it might it's probably not going to be ninety degrees there, but it'll be it'll be warm. Mm-hmm. It'll be um, cool. And I think 90. that plays a factor. If we go huge, if Wildcats and the UTPB wins out, we uh, who's who's buying it so we can watch that game. Oh, we're all in. We'll all pitch in three ninety nine. What time does that game start? Against Basin, the Permian Basin is a nooner. Noon at our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my idea of a projector on the side of the house ain't gonna work then. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, as we get to think, it's some more. But grand opening this weekend of Nicholson. I think we've talked about that before. It was awesome, and the ribbon cutting was Friday. That's right. So the volleyball team got to play at home on Saturday and whipped up on uh, on Hannah Billings, maybe. Sounds right. Yep. And uh, our research team has his computer going over there. I'm too lazy to lean forward and get on my computer. But no, it took a split this weekend, right? We got a this split. Week. Yep, lost to SPU, which SPU, I was there. Tough SPU. Game. That was an amazing match. It was. A lot I, of back and forth yeah. down to the midway through the fifth mm-hmm. set. That's when kind of SPU put the nail in the coffin. It was a fun game to watch. Unfortunately, we lost, but and the incredible game, incredible match. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was crazy. They. Uh, I was impressed. It had been a long time since I watched. Yeah. And I've heard about, gosh, there was really two great volleyball teams going at it with some pretty amazing volleyball players on our side. High caliber. Yeah. I believe it was a T and Dia. uh, One of the SPU girls went up and hit a ball, probably the hardest I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Mm -hmm. She just went, boop. Got it. Like it was nothing. Yeah, just dove and stopped it. And I was like, okay. You've played at a D1 level before. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But uh, <laughs> No, it was fun. And uh, I got to take the girls to that and see that place. So it was pretty pretty sweet. I'm excited when it gets completely done this winter and we get to see some basketball games in there. But I've heard even some alumni walking through that thing. Um, the field house was awesome. I haven't been able to see that yet. Yeah, I saw pictures. But that's well done. Well done. Yeah, well I know. Done. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. And just from a... You want things to run like normal, and they haven't felt normal for a couple oh, of years yeah. now. Know, yeah. So it's going to be so refreshing, and I'm sh- I can't imagine there's a coach out there that's not going to have a sense of relief because practicing and scheduling has just yeah. been a nightmare for they've been a couple of years playing and practicing on campus, off campus. Uh, I mean, that's tough. I mean, mm-hmm. they even practice in Kittitas, mm-hmm. the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bas- or or in the Cirque, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think basketball was playing and practicing at Olmsburg High School once Correct. or twice. They, they've been there. Yeah. Yeah, just to have in your own space. Oh, and then we were playing in, in Moses Lake in Big Bend. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And I expect so. baseball and softball to have the greatest seasons of their life preseason. Mm-hmm. Should be ready. No, no kidding. I've right? seen pictures of that field house. I mean, we well, were there. We were there, but it's man. huge. It's ginormous. Yeah. And there's no excuse not to have the – there's no confinements anymore yeah. with that in the wintertime workouts. Yeah. yeah. And just schedules. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> the only thing that's, that's the only away. thing. Um, but that's good stuff. I'm excited to see where the stuff's going there. Um, where is volleyball this weekend? Uh, on the road to St. Martin's. St. Martin's in Western Oregon. Mm-hmm. Then they're Those back are, home for the Alaska schools. Uh, yeah, they have their travel partner match in the first weekend of mm-hmm. At November, but and then, we're going to NNU, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were here. Yeah, we need to. Uh, we need oh, SPU. and then we end the entire season at Western. Yeah, we need we need SPU to lose some games. We, we do need to win out. We do, in order for us to still have a chance to 
But what we got going for us is our non-league schedule and getting that bid. Yeah. I don't know if the regionals came out for that, but they should be in there if they, as long as they went out. Or I'm not sure when regionals come out. I'll, I'll, I'll check that up. But uh, Research team? Get it on. should be. If football's with this week, it had to be at least this week or next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys caught some – we caught some high school games too. Yeah. We did. I missed them. But you guys were there. Yeah. EHS took mm-hmm. on what East, East Valley mm-hmm. and took them took – them, Took them to town. Is mm-hmm. that the yeah. word? Took them to town. Took them to yeah. the shed. The, yeah, the woodshed. Smashed their faces in. <laughs> yeah, it was see, senior night, so it was it was cool. Felt bad for Darius and I. He went out early mm. and didn't and didn't come back in. I'm like, oh, senior night, but yeah. he got to sit there and he cheered on uh, his team. Played really well. Joey Olson again for weeks in a row, just yeah, pounding the ball. Yeah. like yeah. he runs. Yeah, I swear, I I don't know, I don't know what happened or what got into him or mm-hmm. what, but that kid is running hard yeah. hitting people hitting holes and uh was a big difference in mm-hmm. that ball game and their defense is just playing lights out yeah uh over at the uh harding field for kittitas homecoming mm-hmm. it wasn't just central homecoming kittitas homecoming too uh we uh kittitas was a nail biter 55 to 6 mm-hmm. and we had a running clock there in the second half um and I tell you what, Coach Hutch was spreading the wealth. I mean, we were, you know, you don't want to tell your kids to not score or not play hard, but we were throwing in some second team and third team guys, and so we were sharing the wealth. Uh, but I tell you what, George Subert, I'm telling you what, that's an all-around uh, freshman player right there. I think mm-hmm. he got three scores. Um, Aiden Conley, who got carted off the field in an ambulance a couple of weeks ago, um, scored the very last touchdown. So it was good to see him uh, with the back pads back on because yeah. um, he took a brutal hit, mm-hmm. brutal hit two weeks ago. Um, I think that was against Goldendale mm-hmm. and uh, came back and took a week off, came back and scores the last touchdown and homecoming. So it was nice. That's two wins in a row. Um, good crowd for, for homecoming at Kittitas and, and, uh, the cheerleaders look great. I got to give a shout out to my daughter there. But uh, um, they host uh, White Swan for senior night, and that's a Thursday game. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This Thursday. It's on Thursday. Senior night. Yeah, and I, I was talking to the refs before the game because I always get their names when I'm doing the PA announcing. Yeah, i Just chatting them up a little bit, and it just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse of, of the amount, the number of refs who don't come back. Right, and uh, he says we're we're going to continue to have problems until something happens. Um, he was saying, he was saying in um, middle school games, the WIAA hires high school kids to ref middle school games with like an actual experienced adult doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, as your as your white hat, as he calls them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he was just saying the amount of parents and middle school games who are screaming and yelling obscenities at these high school kids refing a middle school game wow he goes no wonder these kids don't continue with it and no wonder adults don't want to even try it right why would you mm-hmm. so anyway that's that's the reason why we're on a thursday game because that's the second thursday game we've had this year due to a, a refing shortage so parents support your kids support the refs Right and shut up. Yes. Yeah, because we're going to be. Playing I have no anymore. patience for that. Right? No, it's it's true. It's 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 painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a question about football. Okay. 
you guys do this at Kenneth's house. We do it at Ellensburg, and I can't figure out why. At halftime, we set the clock for 15 minutes. When it goes to zero, you add three more minutes. I don't understand why we do that. What's the point? Why, and if that's the case, why not just make it 18? It's a great point. I don't, I don't, My 100% assumption is maybe if you're not out by the three-minute, I mean, it, I don't know. Because you could just be like, maybe if you're not out by the three-minute mark. I, I don't know. I'll ask. There's you know got to be the rule book, honestly, somewhere. There's got to be. It's just we're gonna have an answer take for it out. you guys. Doesn't next make week. any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. I'm really mad can about they, it. You maybe they're it. taking in three minutes to and from the locker room because both of them have kind of a walk. Ellensburg has to go all the way to the gym, don't they? Yeah, but that's they do the same thing. I think it's a. I think it's Ellensburg got more. Of a I think it's a WIAA thing. It's got to be a WIAA thing. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, speak, keeping of football going into the uh, on the west side of Elkites, Cleelum mm-hmm. um, got knocked out by Goldendale. Twenty so nothing. Kind of open to twenty to nothing. Twenty mm-hmm. to nothing. Yeah. So they uh, will finish second in the league. The crossover games and Kittitas has to beat White Swan. On paper, they should. I believe it will be closer than <clears throat> White Swan and Granger and Highland have all traded losses. So if we beat White Swan, we should get the last spot to the crossover. I know we were just talking about refs and supporting. Sorry, yeah. but I wanted to tell you about the worst call I've ever seen. In my <laughs> oh life. yeah, you texted us and oh, then you didn't tell gosh. us. Oh my gosh, I'm all ears. It was so bad, and it flavored Ellensburg. But I'm sitting there, just jaw dropped. Basically, it's a fourth down play, mm-hmm. and we have to get to the 17 yard line. We're up there, you know. I've got it marked on the thing, yards to go, blah blah blah, and. Uh, we throw a play, and it was it was the strangest. It was the coolest play. Uh, Stickle ends up catching this ball after it ricochets. He's on his back, and he catches it. And there was this big discussion on whether it was a catch or not. And so the chain crew had left. Like, they had moved because it was like the first right. guy had called incomplete, but they were talking, and then they called complete. <laughs> and we're like, okay. And now they're like, well, where was the first down? They didn't know where it was at. They gave him the first down. It was a full two yards short. <laughs> oh, it was gosh. a fourth down play. That's brutal. And Ellensburg goes on to score. Like, the, did I know East they, Valley go nuts? I it, they didn't go as nuts as I would have. I don't know if they knew where the spot was either. Right. That's and so, bad. but you was, do because you're the. Right, on the we're board. sitting there yeah. and we knew where it was at. We're like, yeah, they got to get to the seventeen. And it was like barely past the twenty to the nineteen. It was like. And we go on and score on that drive. And it was really the difference in the ball game. The like, pivotal part. I felt so bad. I it, could hear your, like, oh, it was bad. just absolute other disdain for the call just in your text. Oh, it was so bad. Like, I felt so bad for East Valley. Like, I'm, I would have been, I would have been really upset if it was against Ellensburg, but mm-hmm. I felt so bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just was unfair. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was really bad. Two yards. I mean, we're talking six that's feet. That's six feet. Right. That's it's not six inches, right? No, that's a, right. That's not an eyeball. Like, oh, we'll eyeball it. Right. Because we're sitting there, we're measuring, I'm like, that's short, right? Like, they're, they're, sh- oh, it was, it was wow. brutal. That ref team, I like refs too, but they struggled. I, I wouldn't have yelled at him, though. That brings up another point is this ref, I didn't even bring this up, but this ref was saying that the, caliber or experience of ref that's actually officiating friday night lights no 
It's not these the guys should be doing middle school or right. JV or right. C squad. But or this freshman. is where they're at. This is where they're at. And uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. And you know, the guys that we do have are not looking any younger. That's a good point, too. There's a lot of gray hairs out there. There is. Which is good experience, but we got this thing's got to be replenished somehow. And I don't know how to be the. Well, can you imagine growing up in the environment right now being like, I want to be a referee? No, oh, hell no. Well, and it's got to be worse in basketball because at least in football, I mean, mm-hmm. you might get drowned out by the noise of a game and stuff like that. Basketball, you're right on top of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's. There's no secrets there. No, there's not. <laughs> no. But they, on a whole, they could be treated so much better. Mm-hmm. And again, I always preach this. It starts from the people watching the game, knowing the game. Because mm-hmm. half the time people are arguing. They don't the know. The referees are right more than half the time. They well, don't we, know we were happening. talking about it last week. Yeah. I remember I was listening. I re-listened to us last week, and we were like, there's been very few times when I'm like, in my life where I'm like, that ref is trying to throw the game. Correct. I mean, there's never been whatever there's homer calls right there's like ah oh, that could have gone either way but i've never i mean refs are just trying to do their job right for the most part yeah for they the most part they don't want to screw up the problem is, is that we're human and then we all know people in almost any profession that are gonna lie cheat steal the system yeah, no, right and so, me at ever right, homeless. right but i yeah. just mean but there's there's a home loaner out there that's not trustworthy yeah. you know and so just knowing people yeah. And the more you hear about the games that were rigged in the NBA by mm. referees who were gambling, like, no, I don't doubt. Or the mafia. you see all the time have like, oh, this guy's been ejected seven times and this guy's the ref. Like, there's some personal stuff in mm-hmm. there where yeah. it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna have a tight strike zone with this guy. Yep. <laughs> Screw him. Right. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. going to earn everything he gets today. Yeah. That's why you got to be good people. And they right. uh, tend to reward that. You want to keep it with football, but Ellen, go to oh Ellensburg heads to Afreda Friday. Yes, that's going to be a but Afreda took an L right against Prosser. Yeah, man, the, what a, so they fell out of the top ten. What a weird year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird year. Afreda, if you give me a second, I can pull up their rankings. Yeah, Efreda. they they hadn't impressed me with who they beat and their how they beat them. I was never impressed looking at their at their scores. So Othello is fifteenth at six and two. Efreda is sixteenth at five and three. But everybody was pointing at Efreda for being the top dogs, but really it's been Yeah. Othello. Oh, 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 Othello. Othello's loss to losses are to Efreda. And uh some team I don't know if we've heard about him before, Royal. <laughs> um and then everything else that they've they've won. And then Efreda's losses are to uh, Prosser and uh, who else did they lost to? Bakers Moses Lake, who's Moses number Lake. one in the 4A. Right. And Kashmir, who is, I believe, ranked in the 1A. Yeah. Not relevant to what we're talking about. Perfect. But I think this winter, we need, and times are slow, we need to have an episode, investigative journalism, and why Royal City is what Royal City is in football. I don't know, man. I'll find out. My first call, Mitch Barker. I don't know who that is? He's a local. He's a dairyman. He's not dairyman, but he's milk guy. Runs around town. Anyways, that's he's from dairy. Royal City. That's and a dairyman. His we need to get the Royal we need to go to Royal. We need to get to their best restaurant and interview coaches and come up because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why is Royal City 
what they are. Yeah, right. Maybe somebody should do a 30 for 30 on them. Well, let's just hire those guys, and then we can watch <laughs> it. There you go. And we don't have to go to Royal City. Hey, are you are, – <laughs> you you said Dairy Man. It reminded me. Are either of you old enough to remember a milkman? Mitch what? is the milkman. He delivers milk to all the places in town. My, my, it was just in Seattle. My grandparents had a milkman. I remember. They still do it, it over the there. And that's wild. No, they still do it because we got family on the west side that they have the boxes out front of their house and they I deliver their it. milk to I their door. You it. can still get milk delivered to you in certain towns, yeah. I'm telling you what, this pod has just taken a turn that I didn't hey, know we might we go. might have a little business here. I'll deliver milk. I just have the meet the fuckers. You can milk a cat going to my head right now. I don't know why that came across, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyways, I'll explain later. John's very confused. You never seen oh, no, the parents? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why that's where I went. It's just where I went. I mean, if you want to go, I can tell you the next line where I've got nipples, Fokker. <laughs> what says, can we you milk me? Stop. De Niro's like, I have nipples, here. Greg. Can you, nip, can you milk me? <laughs> Anyways, girl soccer, Cleo Roslin is still kicking Dominant. the crap out of people. 15-0, right? 15-0. Yeah. They beat, uh, let's see. Goldendale? Yeah, 3 to nothing. That was one of their closer games this year. They beat Warden 8 to nothing, And they wrap up their regular season this week. White Swan. With White Swan today, the 24th, at White Swan. And then the big matchup at Cleelum on Thursday, 6 p.m. start with Highland, who they played early in the season, and beat them on the road. And I'm searching. They beat them 2-1 on the road. Ooh, tough contest. Yes. So that'll be the, a big game to watch. Two of the top teams. Are we going? The, I will... <laughs> I want to, Sammy. I got to see the weather. And <laughs> I am going to be at the Kid at House football game that night. That's right. But they here's where we're going. This. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say they moved up from third to second. So the top two teams in the in the state, Cross Point, which we agreed that was a private school near Bremerton. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated at 14-0, Cleons hey, 15-0. We did figure that one out in our podcast. Yeah, so Adna, which is obviously always good at that. What did I say, Cleons? Or where did you say Cleons at? Second. You might be in the wrong. I think I'm on the wrong one. <laughs> You're in 2B. What sport am I on? Volleyball? That's this, my problem. This is embarrassing. This thing's gotten derailed. edit this out. My computer's not working, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why our problem. Soccer girls. So here's what I'm saying. We might not make it to this Hey, shout one. out to the Ellensburg High School girls soccer team who came out to the Ellensburg Elite practice last Ooh, night and practiced yeah. with other girls. Bunch of scrimmages, and uh, they were awesome. Great girls. That's awesome. It was fun to be around. Our girls had a blast. Thank you, Coach England, for bringing the girls out to, to practice with us. That's really cool. Yeah, it was. That's how you build your program. That's right. 100%. Um, but we will drive up there. I'm assuming their first round state playoff game. Going to be at home. Be at home. Sammy's driving. John's riding with me. Let's go. And Sammy's pickup. That's right. We'll go watch that game. Um, exciting stuff. Ellensburg girls volleyball still rolling. I see they're rolling and uh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Pull up the old. If you guys don't know this, if you go to EWAC Athletics or you got the CWAC Athletics and you can get oh, there's two web pages there are freaking awesome of everything you need. Um, but let's see where Ellensburg volleyball is at tonight. Wednesday the tw- tomorrow the twenty fifth, which this will probably be coming out on the twenty fifth. They host no, they head to Sela, who is in trouble. You can't go unless you're family. That's right. I heard about there that. There were some not so polite things said in the crowd. Wait, talk to well, yeah. And now you can you cannot. There's no more. Sila had section. an incident, and 
with another team where Sila. things, yeah, where things were said, not not confirmed, but at least allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a video. It could be, and uh, no longer, at least last I heard, students, there were so many games that were students were not allowed to come unless your sister is on the team. Wow, yeah, pretty serious deal. So they had okay. a, they got kicked. There's only family members can go. Can we go? Parents. I'm sure if Cole would ever get us our media tags. I'm a, we're adults. I do what I want. I'm not a child. <laughs> That's a good point. It's not like we're going to go stand in the student section yeah. of Sela High School. Yeah. Um, but I'm still kind of wondering if I get a media tag. Cole, thanks. Appreciate that one. Um, <laughs> tell Mr. Oplinger out there. Kid to ask me one too. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's exciting. And they're going to be firing up for that district tournament here soon. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for playoffs. I'm ready for it all. I'm ready for the ride and state championships for mm-hmm. for the athletes in in this uh, in this valley and yeah, and ready for basketball to come on November 14th. High school basketball starts. Wow! I learned that. I talked to I don't know some basketball players today. That's great. There's a rumor of the Cleelum boys basketball coach is going to be in studio here in the next week or two. I've heard us. that rumor. After he gets done cracking, popping some people, he's going to stop by. Popping some people? He's a chiropractor. Oh. So, I did not think. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in the hood. I was like, popping people? What do you mean? Sam like, is like, we're shooting, we talking drive-bys we're here? We're sideways. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll do that the legal way of chiropractic, not shooting. Okay. Um, yeah. You think you could... Uh, Hook us up. We could use this table here. Bring him a table and let it all situated right here. I'll make sure he uh, brings it with him. Has he got a YouTube page? Because he could put me on there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Did everybody uh, see that, speaking of basketball, Central Washington men? Third. Preseason number three. Central Who Washington one? women. One and two. Preseason, preseason number one. Uh, five. Uh, Martin, I'm going to get back to you on that. Okay. Yeah, and we had two all-conference, right? In the uh, uh, McNeil. Am I right about that? Uh, Hector and McNeil. Smod Hector? McNeil. Uh, yep, that is 100% correct. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, they were two two starters from last year that... St. Martin's and NNU. One, two, and then us three. I, I could see that. They were both quality. And then uh, and St. Martin's. Where's, where's would be, Western at? They would be, if they won it, that would be their third straight, which has never happened in the GNAC. Uh, and for the women who were fifth... I don't know. As much as I'm excited, I I love the men's team. I'm really excited for the women's team, especially being fifth because we rode so hard on Samantha Bowman's abilities. And why wouldn't you? Because she was awesome. Yeah. And so what are we going to look like without? That's going to be the interesting thing, thing to see. And, you know, who are we going to look to? Mm-hmm. I think we, everybody, the the spotlight was always on Bowman, should have been. Right. But I think that took our eyes off of, like, well, who's a role player who's now going to be thrust into the... Well, yeah, <laughs> Right. What I do know is these girls can shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they can shoot uh, the ball. It was uh, neck and neck in the GNAC preseason. Uh, Billings uh, got five first-place votes. Western got four. Anchorage got one. So that's your one, two, three. And then Simon Fraser and us. Okay. Um, and Simon Fraser, you could flip flop four and five between us and Simon Fraser. Right. Then there's a drop to SPU and Nazarene and St. Martin's Western Oregon and, and Fairbanks. And who did you say? Where did where, where was Western at on the men's side? Did you see that? Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay, I'm hoping they're like dead last. 
<laughs> they're below us. I can tell you that much. And <laughs> their then, whole life. Um, <laughs> uh, Western Washington. Oh, fourth. Perfect. And Fairbanks, for all of us Greg Sparling fans, uh, picked to finish ninth. Ooh. But let's remember, only two two seasons removed from. <laughs> That's right. The greatest that, run in college great, sports history. Incredible run. Man, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I can Ooh. tell you from Greg Sparling's uh, Snapchats that it is blizzarding pretty much the last five straight days. Bizarre. And Go I just it. got really excited. Sorry. I, no, this is important. I'm not ready for snow. This year, Central's hosting the GNAC basketball men's and women's I'm going. Oh, yeah. I can't Let's wait for that. Out. We should just buy the tickets right now. Yeah. I want, I want I'm, tickets for all that. I'm going to get a seat. I'm going to be running something the whole time. I'm not going to front row seat. Sit in the I'm going to front row on, seat on the. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Josh, hear me now. Sign me up. I don't care if I'm just. <laughs> you know what? There. It's presented by Under Armour. Are we in? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. You should sign. Do, you should do PA for one of them. Uh, maybe I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'll sign you up. That's a lot of PA announcing for one guy. I'd be willing. I'll to sit right next to you. It'll be like old times. Imagine it would be like old times. And then we'll get country on the shot clock. It'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Dude, I have nothing rigged about that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, sh- <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, there's one thing. I'm a homer to the core, <laughs> except for if I'm doing clock or something. Like, I just. You get it, too scared. It, no, integrity of the game. I'm yeah, like, no, no, man. No. Win, the, win the game. Yeah. Don't rely on me. Win, yeah. I'm not there I, to practice. Good point. <laughs> I will guarantee that if I run the clock, I will start it on time. I know that's the And for those too. of you that know what I'm talking about, you are laughing right now <laughs> because <laughs> of the game we lost. Yes. Because of that. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't be able to sh- collect your feet and shoot in point three oh three seconds. <laughs> Anyways, but no, I just I, I'm fired up for that. Imagine sitting at the court in Spokane Arena or the Sun Dome watching high school basketball. Imagine sitting in Nicholson Arena for a full weekend watching GNAC. That'd be great. I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm the, going. The I'm season, season pass packet or yeah. the the yeah tournament pack. Good news. So my, my wife doesn't listen. Also mm-hmm. outdoor track and field, dude. For those that are interested. At? It's great. That's why we made these facility improvements. Mm-hmm. Softballs in Bellingham. Yeah, is that a good field? I've Viking Field to, has a horrible name. Just I it's mean, been a long time since I've been to Western. So I was up there. Women's soccer's here championships too. Championships last year. Dude, we're hosting a lot. Fun. That's crazy. Yeah, women's soccer. All right, we got to go. I better go pick up my kid before she's sitting on the curb in the rain. <laughs> is there anything we have to talk about before we? Disconnect. I think we're rolling. I think we got. Where are you going to be trick or treating? You got two girls that are trick or treating age. Up at Sammy's house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. That's I got my Where's Waldo outfit. All right, yeah. but I just heard the school's Western theme, so oh. I'm saying I'm just going to be the Where's Waldo Western theme. Put a cowboy hat on, it'd be fun. Yeah, you got to find me in the mix. In the Sammy mix. in a cowboy hat. Do we have any photos of Sammy in a cowboy? I don't know if I've yet. ever like worn a true cowboy hat. And I also just learned there's a difference between cowboy boots and work boots. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I got I offended somebody by saying the, something about the cowboy boots, and they were like, "These are not my cowboy boots. These are my work boots." I'm like, "My bad. Sorry." Yeah. Yeah. So now I don't know what a cowboy. Boot is. <laughs> well, we'll, I'm dead certain. We'll get you lined up on that one. I, yeah, I guess. All right, well, let's get out of here. Thank you to Devin Shannon, Devin or Country Companies Insurance, Country Companies Financial. Go check him out on the street that John's about to tell us on. 
The corner of Third and Pearl. That's Close right. Close enough to the out. corner of Third and Pearl. He has a big country company window there. And go check him out. Tell him thanks for uh, advertising with the kid. That's Valley Sports Talk Podcast. We love having him part of the team. Um, and thank you to Evergreen Home Loan Studios. Come see them. Buy a house. Well, yay sports. Is that where we're going with the end this thing now? Yay we'll sports. See, we'll see you all out there at whatever games we're going to be at. Good luck to all our teams. Kick some butt this week, and we'll be back next week as we get closer and closer to that playoff race.